Hello and welcome to the Sonic Cinema Podcast. My name is Brian Scuttle and thank you for joining me at www.sonic-cinema.com as well as the Sonic Cinema Podcast YouTube channel. You can also check us out on Apple, Google, and Spotify Podcasts as well as other podcast uh, formats. And uh, you can check me out at patreon.com backslash Sonic Cinema. I've got a couple fairly big um, pieces coming this this month, one to make up for last month and one for uh, September, which I've been putting off for a year and a half because the uh, movie they're inspired by has been put off for a year and a half, and I hope you enjoy that one. And um, that's at patreon.com backslash Sonic Cinema. And uh, I also do hope to get the Twitch stream back up at twitch.tv backslash scuttlelemur. Um, I know this past month has been pretty, uh, pretty light on that, uh, for a variety of reasons, but I do hope to get that back up. I was hopefully going to do some stuff, um, this, this past weekend, but it just didn't happen, but that's fine. And that is at twitch.tv backslash scuttle lemur. So it is Labor Day and, uh, as per usual, uh, Dragon Con has come to an end. Uh, it was really good to be back after a year. I, as much as I enjoyed the virtual uh, Dragon Con last year, and you can see my video where I talk about what I did during the virtual Dragon Con last year, the YouTube channel, um, it was really good to have it back as a public experience. And uh, it's... It's something that I truly missed last year. And admittedly, it was still a bit of a risk for a variety of reasons, namely the surge in the Delta variant in Georgia especially. But um, it's it's also... Some, and naturally, that brought some anxiety to uh, my wife and I, who, uh, you know, we're, we're both uh, high risk for COVID, even though we're both vaccinated. But we still very much wanted to do Dragon Con this year, and we uh, set up camp on Thursday at the Hilton Garden Inn, which we've stayed at most of the time we've gone over, and um, it was uh, it was a really uh, wonderful experience. And um, that's what this podcast is going. That's what this episode is going to be about. That's what this podcast is usually about on the week after. Um, the week after uh, Labor Day. So, um, first of all, I do want to thank the volunteers and everybody who do did as much as they could under circumstances of having fewer volunteers and uh, just a very considerable uh, logistical discussion having to be made uh, in terms of how to regulate things in terms of making sure people who have badges are also either fully vaccinated or have had the had a negative COVID test in the uh, 72 hours prior to the con. And um, they, they did as good a job as possible, even though it did take me two hours to get my uh, badge on Thursday, but I know it took people longer. And I applaud them. They did as good job as they could, I think, with the number of people they had. And uh, it was it was one of those things where I, you know, I I think 
overall, I'm I'm pretty happy with the experience at all as a whole. If I would offer one uh, piece of criticism about this is that I don't think I would have liked to have seen more in terms of social distancing in the actual rooms for the panels. I uh, didn't really see too much of that. They did a great job at the Walk of Fame. They did a great job at photo ops, but and as well as the uh, vendors. But overall, I I think as far as the rooms, um, I I understand they're still dealing with a lot of crowds, but I was under the impression that they were doing more in terms of social distancing than it seemed like they ended up doing uh, because it was still pretty uh, packed in there, um, or at least the chairs were. But um, nonetheless, I, I think overall the feeling here, um, especially with the capped attendance, was fairly positive. I think they did as good a job in terms of keeping people safe as they could. And I I like that. I appreciate that. I might still come down with something, but hopefully it's just some run of the mill con crud as well as as opposed to something worse. Um but um I did make sure to wear a mask every time I was indoors unless we were uh eating and uh, it was even outside I continued to wear my mask because of the fact that it's like I, I wanted to get used to it. And um, so with that, uh, this, this Dragon Con for me was more about just kind of taking it easy and just kind of being careful throughout the weekend while still having a good time. And I, I think I can honestly say for both myself and uh, my wife, we accomplished that. And um, on Thursday, like I said, it took us a couple of hours to get badges, but I have a feeling, I have a feeling, and this is just sort of my theory, I have a feeling that a lot more people tried to get their badges on Thursday that we've ever seen try do that at uh, Dragon Con before. And I think the uh, pent-up um, excitement for the festival, for for the convention, after being off for a year, even though they did a really wonderful Virgil version last year, I, I think that really got to people. And I think a lot more people were like, get me home. I want to get home to Dragon Con. I, I, think that's, I think that's a big part of what caused Thursday to be such a uh, lengthy process for so many people. So on Thursday, we basically, we got, we, we got packed up early in the day. We drove down. Like I said, it took us, we ended up going to Hard Rock on Thursday, which ended up being a very good choice because it's usually packed or you usually have to wait uh, a long time to get to it. And when we saw the length, the length of how long the, uh, of how long the line was, and it was as long as I've ever seen the line to get for registration, we decided, you know what, we're a bit hungry, we're going to go ahead and eat first and then come back. And it was really a smart choice because of the fact that to get, our, to get food in our system before that process was good. So we ate at Hard Rock on Thursday, then we got our registration, um, didn't really do too much after that, we just decided to go check into the hotel and basically called it a night. 
and honestly, that was that was kind of the what we needed and kind of what was uh, good for us. Um, this this particular uh, Dragon Con. So um, that was that was basically our Thursday. Thursday was relatively short, but um, it was still enjoyable. And uh, so Friday, we basically decided to start off at the vendors. There really wasn't anything we wanted to do early on. So uh, we went to the vendors, and it was still pretty lengthy uh, to get there first not, first early in the morning. But uh, one of the things I did on Friday for the first time in since 2014, uh, I actually did cosplay this year. Um, if you've seen it on my Instagram or Facebook or however you follow me, uh, I went as Buster Keaton, specifically Buster Keaton from Sherlock Jr. Um, I wanted to have a Buster Keaton face mask, but unfortunately it didn't arrive on time. It actually arrived this weekend. Um, but I've got pictures on, on that, and uh, I'm really proud of what I was able to do in a relatively quick uh, order. I think I ordered everything inside of like two weeks of the convention. So the fact that I was able to get everything here and get ready was really wonderful, and it was great to be able to uh, cosplay again. Um, it's It's been too long, and it was something that I genuinely enjoyed doing uh, this year. And even though nobody really said much of anything, I think I, you know, part of it is, I mean, it, the fandom for Buster Keaton at Dragon Con is probably not as strong as... It would be other places, but the fact is, it's like one of the things about my uh, one of the things about the uh, costume is that it's very, and one of the things that I like about it, and one of the things I plan on building off of it on are it's very versatile. There's a lot of different things that I can do. There's also Batman variation I was going to work on, but I didn't really get a chance to bring that out based on what we did on Friday. And uh, but these are these are things that are basically going to be a process over the next year or so before the next Dragon Con. And I'm looking forward to. I'm I'm really excited about what the uh, Batman variant for my Buster Keaton costume is going to look like. Got some really good ideas on continuing that, and um, as well as just and. I, I think if I'd had the Buster Keaton face mask, it would have made it a little bit more obvious that it was Buster Keaton. But I mean, honestly, one of the things that's nice and one of the things I said about the costume uh, to some of our friends is that like it's very versatile. I can use some of this in steampunk. I can use some of this. It, it could just be like an old-time Old West bartender or something like that. And uh, there, there are a lot of different potential things there. So uh definitely be on the look at for look out for me next year as uh Buster Keaton and as well as some other uh characters that I'm gonna be working on throughout the year. So we went to the uh vendor. We went to vendor Friday, Saturday and Sunday and uh we we did fairly well as far as uh we 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 limited spending this year and Part of that was just because there wasn't a whole lot that we really saw that we overly wanted, but um, 
it was good to be able to <clears throat> it was good to be able to just walk through the the vendor halls and just really not worry about congestion in terms of down each of the lanes and the different rows um that was really nice and we were able to just sort of watch look at different things and sort of take things slow and uh we basically did that until about i think about 11:30 or so 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 about an hour and a half before we went, we went over to the uh Marriott Atrium uh ballroom for a uh panel with uh Matthew Lewis and Bonnie Wright from Harry the Harry Potter series they played uh, Neville Longbaum and Jenny Weasley respectfully and uh and it was it was one of we only did four panels this year and honestly I'm I'm actually kind of excited I'm actually kind of glad about that one of the things I like I said I like the fact that we kept it relatively um <clears throat> relatively easy and uh relaxed this year um as we went by and that panel was really really cool it was the second time I think Matthew Lewis had been here was uh Bonnie Wright's first time and it was they were pretty uh, game for questions asked by the audience and they they both had some really interesting answers and it was interesting to learn more about what they're sort of doing on the other side of Harry Potter um and as it's been 20 years and uh, it's funny because a uh, bit of a story that you know it was actually for the first Harry Potter that my wife and I first were um hired for our respective jobs at the movie theater that we met at and uh so 20 years later we are officially you know we we are married we and it wouldn't have, we wouldn't have known each other without uh Harry Potter so that was that was something um as we uh got a chance to talk to Byron Wright and uh Matthew Lewis we br- brought that up and they both really appreciate that um throughout the week cuz we also did a photo session with both of them as well as getting autographs from both of them uh on Friday we didn't do too much in terms of the walk of fame uh we did um yeah i think we we basically got a look around and to see what was like this year and uh you know we basically kind of seeing where everybody was but uh oh i did get a chance to meet anthony rap and i asked him about uh what was like working with chris columbus on ren compared to his first film which was adventures in babysing and anthony raps in both of them it was really interesting he him talking about you know obviously chris columbus is more assured of a filmmaker you know on rent versus adventures and babysing but also you know the you know it was there's also a love of music that is there with columbus that is really kind of prevalent if you think about both movies and if you haven't had a chance to watch adventures and babysing it's a really enjoyable film and it's it's always weird to watch see anthony rap in there and realize that he would be mark and rent and when i realized that oh wow he he worked with chris columbus on kind of like both sides of his career there um it was really interesting it was fun to talk to him for a little bit 
Um, after that, we ate at the Metro uh, Diner just around the uh, con, and uh, then we went back to the hotel. We we really we really didn't want to uh, push ourselves or like just stay around for the sake of staying around. There weren't really a whole lot of panels we wanted to get to this year, so. Um, that was that was uh that was basically sort of our ethos and this year but it was it was an enjoyable one it was one where i think given the circumstances given all the circumstances i i think it was probably the best one in the long run so saturday was a big photo session day for us uh we went back to the uh we went back to the vendor rooms and we Got me a kilt, which my Meredith has been wanting me to get for a while now, and uh, so we finally got one. And I also started to look at like different things for some of the different variations on costumes. Even though it was basically we we basically uh, did a lot of t-shirt switch outs uh, throughout the day um, because today was basically a photo op day. Um, on Saturday. Uh, we start off with a team-up of the Smallville cast that was there because they were there for 20 years of Smallville, uh, then continued with my right, so we both got on Harry Potter shirts. Uh, Matthew Lewis was later in the day, so we had to switch back into the Harry Potter shirts. Um, next up was Zachary Levi photo session, which uh, he's my wife's one of my wife's favorite actors if not her favorite actor and uh he's he's always enjoyable and we we actually got chuck <coughs> we actually got chuck uh t-shirts um she got buy more shirt and i got nerd her shirt and we wore those and he really he really enjoyed that and um after zachary levi we uh stopped off at the walk of fame again to get a couple of autographs, my right, Zachary Levi, and uh, DJ Qualls actually was there, and Meredith got his autograph. Um, and then we went back down, and we got uh, Gigi Edgley's uh, a photo op with Gigi Edgley from Farscape, which we had just finished watching with our friends Ian and Laura, who were who go Dragon Con. And uh, we were able, to, I'm very grateful we were able to get um, photo ops for both of us, both sets of us, uh, with all four of us. And Gigi was up for it, and it was really wonderful. It was the start of a very fun and unforgettable night for us. And uh, that was that was great. Um, Ian and Laura dressed up as Crichton and Aaron, and uh, we had Meredith and I had shirts of uh, Dargo and Chiana who is uh, Gigi's character. And so they went, uh, Ian and Laura actually went to get our picture pictures autographed from her while we had a uh, photo session with Matthew Lewis. And then we went up to the uh, Walk of Fame to get Matthew Lewis's um, autograph as well as we also got... Um, talked to Felicia Day, who I have seen at pretty much all of the 
Dragon Cons I've been to, starting with 2009, and uh, she's always been a great fixture. My wife has gotten into Supernatural, which is part of the reason why she wanted to go say hi to DJ Qualls, and uh, Felicia Day was on there, so that was one of the things we were able to talk to him about her about and uh it was really great we did go to one panel today and it was uh dragon in my soul world premiere with Gigi edgley and it's basically a premiere of a music video that she directed of a song of her brothers and uh i did not know this until the panel that she's really started again to twitch as well in youtube and different projects and she had a lot of her creative team on the music video with her. So it wasn't just her. And I, that was something I really appreciated. And I also appreciated the fact that she had her, her husband there as well as, as well as their uh, daughter. And it was really lovely to have moments, sort of unscripted moments of, the daughter rang up and down to, and it was it was really a sweet touch to <clears throat> what was a very personal um, panel and something that I really appreciated. It's one that was really enjoyable. And uh, afterwards, uh, Ian actually, uh, we we got a big picture of all of us with the crew, and they actually invite us to go to dinner with them, and so. We went to dinner with Gigi and her uh, collaborators at one of the restaurants in the Hilton, and it was absolutely wonderful. And we learned a bit more about the music video and the process of making the music video, and it was absolutely terrific. And uh, <clears throat> it was an experience that we will never forget. And it's one of those only at Dragon Con experiences that just makes that con so worthwhile. Sunday start off with a uh, a a uh, panel with Zachary Levi, who is always fun on panels, and he basically just controls the room. And it's always entertaining to uh, listen to him talk, and really personal to touch to hear him talk about his mental uh, struggles with mental health and uh, how. How, how passionate he is about that. And that's one of the things I really appreciate about him. And it was it was a good way to start a Sunday. We went back to the Walk of Fame. We got some more uh, autographs. Um, and uh, then we <clears throat> went to the vendors for a little bit. I got a couple more things. I got some pops. I got a few thing more things of uh, steampunk. Uh, sort of type things that I'm kind of interested in working out. And then we had a photo session with um, Emily Swallow and uh, uh, Omid, I apologize, I can't pronounce his name. Uh, he was the doctor in The Mandalorian and Emily Swallow's the armorer. And uh, we had a photo session with them. They were our only photo session of the day. And uh, it was it was nice to do that. We did that. We uh, got their autographs for it afterwards. And um, I think that was basically about it for the Walk of Fame for us. We basically just decided to head back to the uh, hotel after that and just take it easy the rest of the night. And then um, Monday, uh, today, we uh, 
got we had a 10 a.m. Uh, panel for The Mandalorian with Emily Swallow. Uh, it was it was a nice panel. It was really fun. Um, somewhat uh, disappointed that somebody brought up uh, Gina Carrero as a question for Emily, as if Emily would know a whole lot about that. She did speak well of Gina, and, uh, you know, I, I think she answered the question about as well as she could have under the circumstances, but, you know, I, I personally would have preferred that just not be brought up at all. Um, it's, it's just not... I don't know that was necessarily anything that anybody really was there to hear about, and certainly, you know, certainly from somebody who unfortunately has not been, who was only in a handful of episodes in season one and uh, wasn't in season two a whole lot. Hopefully she'll be back in season three because the armor is a really terrific character. Um, And then that was it. We uh, came back home and uh, it was, it was good to have a very laid back dragon con and I really appreciate that. And uh, I appreciate everything Dragon Con did to try to keep people safe. I appreciate everything fellow uh, congoers did to try to keep us safe and everybody healthy. Um, I know there were some issues. Unfortunately, I followed the Facebook groups. But um, otherwise, I, I think it was a it was a good laid back Dragon Con and I think that's kind of what I needed and kind of what a lot of us needed. I will say the attendance cap uh probably um spoiled a lot of us, myself included. I do think that the uh attendance will go back up. I d- I hope I hope that Dragon Con doesn't um do it all at once. I hope that they will build up the attendance to what it was and sort of let it happen naturally as much as they can while still, <clears throat> you know, just sort of raise the cap a little bit of, like, what all can, what types of passes can be purchased and all of that. That's what I want to see in the years going forward from this year. I don't necessarily want to see Dragon Con between become an ultra-exclusive one, even though this was a very nice and rela- relaxed one. But I I don't also don't want to see it go back next year to just being a uh, an absolute uh, weekend of chaos and trying to beat, halt, beat um, crowds somewhere. I don't necessarily want to see that right away. Um, that's it for my thoughts on... Dragon Con 2021. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Sonic Cinema Podcast. I've got a lot coming up with the rest of the year, including the uh, coming up is especially going to be the uh, next chapter in my established classic series. I hope you enjoyed that. For now, this is Brian Scuttle. Thank you for checking me out on Twitch, on Patreon, at the Sonic Cinema Podcast, wherever you listen to that as well as www.sonic-cinema.com. Thank you very much.